you a thought from Rav Hirsch, which he has a few interesting elements of the thought. So he's on the Pesach, it says that Avram and Lot make this separation, and the Torah describes how Lot goes and lives with stone. But before it it says that it, it describes these people who stone what they were like, and therefore you understand that, that Lot has went there knowingly, understanding that this these people are not good people to be with. So the puzzle says, stom ro'im v'chatoim l'ashem ma'od. So here's a, there's a few interesting things on the Pesach. Now, so the, so the, the single, the, the simple translation would be, then the men of stone, the people of stone, are evil and um, and they're sinners, towards Hashem, very much towards Hashem, right? But there's a esnachto under the word bechatoim. So the post says, and the, and the men of Sodom are, are raw, they're, they're evil, and they're sinners. Pause. Very much to Hashem. So that seems like a funny construct of the post. Like why you would have, you would have you know, you're putting a semicolon there um, as opposed to a uh, comma, or as opposed to even, even less than a comma type of a, type of a, type of a trump. Um, so, first says like this that that even even amongst thieves, which are evil people, there's a certain code of honor amongst them. Amongst them, they're not going to lie to. You. They're not. There's a limit how far they're willing to go in the world of Beit So I'm just talking we're Roy Mechatoyim in the world of the world of Beit They were bad, but when it came to the world of Lashem, that was Maod. They were even worse. Because there's no the, the limits which you have on the, on the way they acted, which sort of society sort of forces you to do, they didn't have any of that when it came to a, came to Hashem. So they the, whatever we're going to say about them, Roy um, Mechatoyim, it was even worse when it came to Hashem. Okay, that's that's how he he uh, that's how he understands the first part of the pasuk. So I'm just going to tell you a cute. Um, Kutzker on this, which is not, not the point I want to say, but I just, I just, you know, it's it's real Hasidish. So, like in the world of Hasidus, um, I mean, some of them they have very, you know, deep Kabbalistic things, etc. They have like a like a little, cute little lines that they say, which don't really, don't really fit in Pshat and the Pusik, but the idea is is real, even though the Pshat and the Pusik it's not. So he says that. Um, they were terribly evil because everything they did, they did with Hashem with based on principles. The Shem Shemayim. You know, this is the right. This is so. There's a people you know which don't want to share. They're, they're, they're stingy. They don't want to. They don't want to share with other people. That's one level of of stinginess. People make a principle out of it. Ain Rand. It's like it's an avera to, to to share with other people because you got to teach them to be self sufficient. So it's terrible. It's like so that's like, like the shame shemayim. So those are much worse. So Anshim was talking we're Roy Mechatoyim because they were Lashem Oy. They were they were totally the shame shemayim in what they were doing. Right? That was that's what the Kutzker said. Now it's not shot in the pasuk, but the thought is a real thought. Right? I once heard this from Rabbi Zelef that he said that um, that you know don't make shittas out of things. Like, 
it was a context was in a, it was in a, it was Parshas Pinchas, Parshas Bilam, Parshas um, Bolak. But he said, like you know, there's people who do bad things. There's people who do things, that, but they're embarrassed. You're embarrassed that you're doing something wrong. That's the nature of people. They don't want to be doing something wrong. So what's the solution? They make it into principle. So now it's not a bad thing. It's a good thing because that's the principle. So the way we deal with our feelings of inadequacy and the things that we're doing wrong is by making it into, into that, that they're right. But now we straightjacket ourselves and we're, we, we're, we're stuck in it. And if we, we start believing it, we, we take it that much further because now it's a principle. So the, the Mamish said this idea that the Kotzker is saying over here. Okay. So, um, hi, Sammy. Okay. Okay, so now we're, we're, so we're looking at this puzzle. So he wants to translate this word choite. So ra, we know it means that, that there's ra, there's evil. It's bad, good and bad, ra, you know. What is what is the word chatoyim? What they're chatoyim, which means that that is their nature. They are chaitim, right? Um, so what is the idea of chait? So now he doesn't go with this approach, but there's just for contrast. One of the explanations of the word chait, um, Rashi says in a few places. The word chait is that it's the idea that it it, it missed the mark, it, it it was off target. So. Um, um, uh, um, y- y- Yaakov says to Lovan, when Lovan comes to, after him to, 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 you know, saying, "Why are you leaving?" So he says that uh, he he gives this whole response back to Lovan that. Um, I uh, I served you well. I dealt with all of the losses, etc. So it says that Trefilo Hevesi Alecho Anochiachatano Miyadita Bakshena. When the animals were attacked, the, the the flock was attacked. I didn't bring that to you. I took the loss. Anochiachatano. I bore the I bore the I bore the loss of it. So Rashi says on that. That hate means lotion of something which is, is lost, something which is missing. Um, and, and Rashi says that that um, a few places in Tanakh, Rashi, you know, cross references this idea that hate is when you, when it, it's used by Chazal to mean shargeg. The Torah uses achatos is when you did an avera b'shargeg. So you did a b'shargeg. It wasn't intentional, but the Maisa, you missed the mark. Right, you're you're off target. So so there's something missing, something lacking. That's so that so Yaku says, I took the loss over there. Rehearse doesn't go with that. Rehearse talks about the idea, you know, it, it, a lot of his approach to understand words was based on on phonetic cognates. Words which sound similar um, have similar meanings. Now he's one of the only ones who uses the approach to Lush and based on that idea of but he believes in it very much. So he says that the the word hate is similar to the word otto, which means to to wrap oneself. Oita or you wrap yourself the Russian wraps himself in light. So oita means to wrap oneself up. So he says that Vayato Shalal that the Pasik says by uh, the Shmuel Shaul after he came back from Amalek, the, the, they they describe the act that the Klai Yisrael took the the booty which they shouldn't have done. They should 
they vayat and they were oita. They wrapped themselves. What did they wrap themselves? Um, to rush forward greedily, to take to take to grab to ha- to encompass. So like you're you're wrapping something around. So I, they didn't think about the 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 right or wrong. They just want. So he he suggests that um, the um, the 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 idea of hate represents a moral weakness where the spirit retires behind the wrapper. The wrapper is the body. The body wraps itself around the, the, the spirit. The wrapper, i.e. the body, with its senses, overpowers the spirit to such a degree that the mind only obeys the dictates of the material bodily impressions and urges of the bodily senses. So the moral power power of the will of the person has retreated to the background. The deed is done without thought or consideration, mastered by the senses, and without the moral mental power which is meant to direct life. That's how he sees idea of hate. So as opposed to, and he contrasts that, I think what he means is he contrasts that to the idea of orum. Cunning the idea of, of being it says that the the Nachash approached Chava with Orma. The Nachash a room. The Nachash was crafty. He was cunning. So there, there was it wasn't that the person has sort of stepped into the background. The person is very much in control. The person very much making the decisions, but the decisions are for the wrong reasons. But there, there's there is there is a, a, a there is a uh, there he uses it. Cleverness, deliberation, and craftiness. The mind is in full control. But why is it called a room? Now, this is where he takes the thought. So now, sechet is the idea, an, an action which you sort of like, you're not thinking, you're sort of letting the body lead. So you've taken the wrapping, the, the that which is, is the oitza, but that which is the, the, and sort of let that define where you're going. Sechet is when you're not thinking. So now we understand what they did with Korban Chatos. Well, I made a mistake. All right? I forgot it was Shabbos. So forgetting what Shabbos means, that in a certain sense, you're, you're, the human being is the mind, is the control, the thought process. You're letting go of the thought process. You're just letting things go. What do you mean you forgot? Right? Right? You should have, part of your responsibility is to remember and to be careful and to direct what you're doing. I think I told you once that Rav Shem Shepinka said over from his um, his Rebbe, I'm not sure who his Rebbe was, that they were once they were walking together in Bnei Brak on Shabbos, and uh, he was he was they were standing there near a, a gate of a fence, and he was like playing with the gate of the fence, like going back and forth as they were, they were talking. And the Rebbe said, said to him, what, "What are you doing?" And he says, "I don't know what am I doing." He says, "What are you doing? What a hint! Where are your hands?" He says, "On Shabbos, you can't let your hands just do things." Because if your hands just do things, you're going to be Michal Shabbos. Shabbos is the day that that you decide what your hands are doing. You, if you, but if you let your hands just sort of like play around, but, but the time you're finished, you're going to do something wrong on Shabbos. That's the nature of Shabbos. So Shabbos is 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 is, is a is, is a day where the mind is totally in control. Chaltus is I forgot, which means the mind wasn't in control. There was a it was a shirk. He made a mistake. He he, he forgot something. But that's not how human being is supposed to function. So, but the, the idea of hate is that you've sort of 
let not the mind is not what's directing, the body is what's directing, the body being the wrapper, etc. But then he ties it into the, the as, a, as a contrast to Orma, a room which is that that, that the person is deliberately, do, deliberately doing something, which he calls that, you know, so it says by the, the Nachash that he was a room, he was very crafty. So back there by a room, the 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 Nachash, the, the Hirsch talks about this word, a room. What does it mean? He says, we find a very similar word, word to that, which is Arema, Ayin Reish Memhe. Arema is a pile of grain. So what's the connection between being crafty and a pile of grain? Fair question, right? So he says, if you think about it, what is craftiness? Craftiness is that I do actions which seem to be innocent, seem to be independent from each other and I have a, but when you pull them all together I've accomplished what I want to accomplish so an arema is individual grains which each one seems to be simple and insignificant by itself when you bring it all together you have this big pile which is a unit so a room is the ability to do actions which seem to be simple and he is, he asked her a question like you allowed to eat from the tree but that wasn't there's he has he has it all planned out ten steps ahead of how this is going to bring to where he wants to go so arma is the ability to create that bringing these things together then he takes it he says you find two other constructs which are very similar to that idea he says the word tachbula tachbula are like um, plants is connected to the word kava which is a rope what is a rope a rope is twine when you take multiple threads and you twine them together and you get a you get a, you get a rope so he says so chevel and takbula are the same idea takbulas are plans that you mean you have a series of things you're bringing together to make something happen machshava is to think and the torah describes that the uh the the, the girdle which held on the ephod is called the cheshavu ephod right it was this this binding elements which brought it together. So the power of Machshava is to bring things together, bring the spirit ideas and bring, making them into a, a, a coherent thought is Machshava. So all these ideas of Machshava all have that element to it. Okay, so far so good. But then he says that the word Orum also means nakedness. So what's the connection between uh, they were Arumim, Mabish Arumim, and the Russian clothes those which are which which are don't have what to, what to wear, so a room means to, it also means to be cunning. So what's the connection between the world of cunningness and nakedness? Right? That seems to be very, very disparate. So, I think what he says, what he means is like this. There's really three elements to the human being. The way he's describing it, there's the body which the body is sort of like directing it. There's the mind, and then there's the neshama, there's the soul. The, the body is a, a, is a wrapper to the neshama. It's not a wrapper to the mind. Right? The mind is part of the wrapper. Right? So there's hate, which means the idea that it's just the body, it's just the wrapper. That the person is not controlling with his thought process; it's it's sort of happening. But you're allowing yourself to go follow the dictates of the body. Then there is an act of hate, where the mind is involved, but it's still a, the wrapper, not the not the neshama. 
So in that sense, it's a nakedness. It means it's a, the focus is on the physical physical body, as opposed to on what's inside. So the first time that human beings felt naked is as long as the ikra was a neshama, the you know this, you know this he says it you know Desha says etc. Before the age of Eitzadas, the body was the clothing of the neshama, so you never were naked. The body was the clothing. After you ate from the Eitzadas, where the the neshama w- was sort of schlepped into the world of the body, so now you're naked because that's all you. And that you need to put something, you need to put clothing on to, onto it. So nakedness only came into the world when the neshama became sort of schlepped into the world of the body, as opposed to the neshama being distinct and in, in control, and the body just being its its vehicle. So nakedness is when you take the 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 neshama and you take the minds and you put them at, in, into the um, you put them as the maidservant to the body. So you clearly end up with no covering. The body becomes... The, you can't look at the body as the covering on the Neshama Adarab, but everything is just there in the servants of the body. So there, there there's an element of nakedness. That's what he says. A little bit complicated. That's that's the point. Um, now, just what's the message of it? You know, so... Um, the, so the, the idea that that you know we use this excuse of I wasn't thinking a lot of times, right? That's one madrega of of chet, you know. But the idea, if we if we recognize that our body is on its own instincts, it's not going to act the best way that we would like it to. We wouldn't we wouldn't allow ourselves not to think. I'm going with a meeting for uh, going an interview with with uh, for a job which is very very important to me. Right, I'm not going to let my body sort of run this. I'm going to think out before what I want to do. I'm going to be constantly aware of what I'm doing. I'm, I'm gonna, not going to put my hand on that desk until I decide that's a good idea, because that's going to show I, I, I look like I'm fiddling. Whatever it is, I, I'm going to make everything is going to be that the thought process of the human being is in control because. I know that my body on its own is the instincts of the body on their own are not are not the best instincts. So, if life is is more important than your job interview, the idea that you're going to sort of like let the body go on its instincts is something which we you help culpable for. That's hate. So hate, you can't say, well, it, it wasn't my fault. I just wasn't thinking. I forgot. Right. You wouldn't come back out of the out of, out of that interview. So you know what? I first forgot. Well, you shouldn't have forgotten. That's what it means because you're on your best behavior. Now, can we live? Are we comfortable? Are we ready for the madrig of living on our best behavior and always being letting the mind control it? No, that's that's that we're not there. But then there's the there this there's the the, the the worst action is when we take them the the the, the thought process. And we put the thought process at the disposal of the of the body. That's that, that's much worse. Because the the Brasham gave us the thought process to use that to reign in the body, and instead we're using it in the service of the body. So, so that's what the the, the Torah describes as, as as this idea of orma, which is always seemed to be 
uh, something which is which is negative. I think I told you the story um, that I read in the New York Times and a lot of years ago already right now about um, the fellow in Long Island with his car, car was stolen. Okay, so it goes like this. Fellows in Long Island, you know, in, out, out on the island, uh, the, the richer neighborhoods, I don't know, the Hamptons, whatever, the richer neighborhoods. And uh, he comes home one day and one of his star- cars is missing. Valuable car. Calls the police. Nothing. A few days later, the car is back in the driveway. Totally fine. With a note on it. And the note says the following. The note says, you know, Dear Sir, um, I apologize for taking your car. Um, I'm an ex-con. We, I was here visiting you know, with my, with my girlfriend, who was expecting, and she, uh, she started having labor pains, and I panicked, and I decided just to take the closest thing I could do to get her to the hospital. And I was planning to bring it back the same night, but it came, but there was police there. It, was, it wasn't safe for me to bring it back. I would have ended up back in, back in jail. I feel horrible that I took it. I, here's it back. And as a token of my appreciation, here are two tickets to the latest you know, Broadway uh, the, the hit. Okay, fellow says, okay, you know, you know, strange things happen, fine. So a few days later, he takes the tickets and goes into Manhattan with his wife, and they have a night out in the town, and they go to the, see the play, and afterwards they go out to dinner, etc. He comes home, his house is totally empty. While he was away, they pull, pulled up a moving truck to the house and emptied out every single piece of, every item out of the house. All right, so the, the Ganovim realized that the guy's going to fall for the story. It's two hours into Manhattan. It's two hours back. It's the play itself is two hours. The dinner afterwards is is at least an hour and a half. So they have six, good six hours guaranteed that they have nobody's around. They can empty out the house and take everything that they want. So, like your first reaction is like you know there has to be Yiddish a cup you know like like you know which you know to figure this out like you know this is right. But somebody told me the story. He's like, it's like, it's like a schmuck. I said, you know, I, I said, I can't imagine the Roshim's pain. It's bad enough the guy cops a tie and he steals. But the fellow used such cunning. The Roshim gave him such a good mind. And what does he do with his good mind? He uses it as a vehicle to take advantage of other people. That's called Orma. That's what Orma means. That, that, that he had you know, these disparate acts which coming together has this whole plan how he's going to set this all up to, to totally strip this guy from everything that he has. The Russian gave you your mind to be in control of the, the urges and you did the exact opposite. So the Russian has to have pain from that. So, I, you know, I, 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 I see the brilliance in it. But I can't imagine the Bershom is enjoying it, so it's hard for me to have a geschmack in this this brilliance that the seller has when it's being used for Ra. Um, but if we want to be honest, uh, you know, we, we don't necessarily do something which is egregious as you know that act. But we all have had our moments when we've done that, done this, you know, done something that's inappropriate, and we we thought it out very well how we're going to do it in such a way that we won't get caught. And we can take advantage, and et cetera, et cetera. So we all have this moment where the the, the seichel is being used as the ma- the maid servant of the body, when the whole purpose of the seichel was to be not like that. 
So, um, so there's pshoyim, and there's darnus, and then there seems to be this madrag of orma. There's chait, which means that we let, we gave the body free reign. We didn't think about, it, we didn't rein in it, so it ended up doing things which without thought. Then there's pshoyim, which which means we allowed ourselves to be in a situation where it's you're pshoyim. You were neglig- you, you didn't think that you mean when you put yourself in a situation where the chances are very high that you're going to make you're, you're going to mess up. That's a pshia. So uh, you know analogous, to a person in the world of driving. You know, there's the person who's you know he, he he's very sleepy, so you shouldn't get into the car. That's one madrig. You know you you know or you should take very do something to make sure that you you're 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 awake. Take somebody with you. Um, give some thought to how you're going to do it safely. But that, then there's, that, that's one thing when you, you run from there to the, to, to the, the grocery. It's another thing when you decide to go on a five-hour five, five trip on the, on the highway. That's pshia, right? That's, that's a d- different madrega of, it was, I wasn't thinking. You know, you, push, you, you weren't thinking, plus you were pshia. So that's pshoyin. Um Then there's zodan, which a person intentionally did it. Then there's a madrega, which is seems to be what's called orma. It was saying that you intentionally did it, but you, you you aware of all the consequences, aware of the fact that it's wrong, and there's, there's planning involved. There's a ma'isa with the the Rabbi Ruchim. You know the Bali Musar have their way of looking at something. You know, uh, sort of like with, with a twist. So there was a ma'isa of a young man in, in the yeshiva who got enamored of a young woman. And um, and uh, they had relations together. Not, but he met her. She, he took her to. The, he, he figured a way that she can go to the mikvah, even though she's a, she's single. He figured a way she can go to the mikvah beforehand. She shouldn't be a neither. So Rucham expelled the young man from the yeshiva, and he said. If the fellow had not taken her to the mikra, I would have kept him in the yeshiva. Now, if a, if, a, if the woman's a nida, that's a chi of chorus. The woman's not a nida, it's not a chi of chorus. It's not even, it could be it's an assay. It could be it's So why would he, if the, if the guy did the worst of era, he stayed in the yeshiva. Does the less of era, he's kicked out of the yeshiva. He says, you don't understand. If a person chaps a time, he doesn't control himself. That People do things like that. He lost control. But here the guy sat there and planned out a hechatimsa how to do the thing which is improper. So you're planning already. So plan not to do the avera. So that that already that that you you took the, the mind and put it as the, the the vehicle how to facilitate your 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 you made the mind subservient to the body. That I can't that that you can't be yeshiva anymore. He took the girl to the mikvah before he had beer with her. So Rucham said, if he had not taken her to the mikvah, he would let him stay in yeshiva. Even though be a chi of chorus is neither. Well, if a woman, she's a penuya. She's a penuya, you know, so, so it's, 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 but the sin was premeditated, right, 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 so like, you need Rebbe to say that because yeah, we don't say, listen, the mice, it's a better, you know, you know, 
he's he was he reduced the Aveira, you know, that's better, you know. You know, and that was the guy's what? Pachas because Pachas Shami Prutu. Correct. Yes, I think so. That that was the 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 idea that you were thinking through a thought process of how you can steal in a way that you can't be mechayev. Suppose you're stealing. Guy comes and I see something over there and I steal it. Okay, you know, I want it, I take it. You planned out the hechatim, so how you're going to take it in a way that the mice, uh, you, you didn't do anything wrong because it's part of the shaprut, the mice, you destroy the guys. You know, um, the Yushalmi says that Mikra uh, didn't, nobody's mocked if you take a little splinter of wood off the guy off the fence. Because, you know, but if you get a whole city worth of people to take the splinter off the fence, you don't got some offense anymore. Right? That's what they did. Everybody took less of the shaprut, so the mice, the fellow was wiped out, but nobody can had nobody to be as moment anybody. So that's what the, that's what the refers to. That's what the Tatar is referring to is, is Orma. The the action itself seems to be seems to be innocent in a certain sense. It seems to be actually even positive in Rebirchan's story, right? But it adds up to a picture of the, the human being using the ability to think. So Rashir of Isaac once said this that that the idea of taking something which is made to be a source of toy but using it for ra is called a toevo. So um, the Torah says that Mechir Kalev is possible for a korban. The Torah says, so you have an Esnan Zayna and a Mechir Kalev. So it's an interesting combination of the possible. So Esnan Zayna is a man takes a behemoth as payment to a woman to have relations. That's called Esnan Zayna. Right? So the Torah says Esnan Zayna cannot be used afterwards as a korban. It's a toeva. It's just, it represents the Maisebiyah that they had. Mechir Kalev is that you gave an animal in exchange for a dog. So the example is, there's two, there's, there's two brothers, and they yarshan from the father, they yarshan a, a dog and a sheep. One brother says, listen, I'll take the sheep and you take the dog. Right? So he receives the sheep as sort of the exchange for the dog. You get the dog, I get the sheep. You're exchanging one for the other. So that sheep is possible to be a korban. Tarsus, you can't use it as a korban. Because it's connected to a caliph. Ki to'ev Hashem shnehem. Because it's a to'eva. Now, what, what, dogs are nice. Like, what, 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 why is it? An, an, dogs are nice. The animal, not only is the dog bad, but the sheep, which exchange for the dog, is, is, is a to'eva. He says, what's the problem with the dog? So he said this based on a supporter. She revised it goes by. He said, instead of based on a support note, he says that um, a dog, man's best friend, a dog is loyal. A dog has loyalty. The loyalty is, is a midotoyvah. A dog is so loyal that when the master says, attack, kill, maim, the dog will do it. So take something which is a midotoyvah and uses it for ra. That's a toyvah. You do ra, you do ra, you do ra. But you take toiv and use it for ra, that's horrible. That's a toiv already. So the dog represents this idea that how we can go overboard and take even the toiv for ra. Now that's the dog's instinct. So we don't have time on the dog. That's the version of maiden. 
but it represents this concept in the Bria that there's there's a possibility of using even toiv in, in the service of Ra, and that's a toeva. So the, the Nochosh took this ability that the human being, the, the mind uh, uh, that he, the Russian gave him, that he had a mind, and he uses it to be cunning for the world of Ra, to develop Ra, in a way which is so cunning that you didn't even notice what you were doing, and that he was able to take it, manipulate and take people. Like, that's a tremendous thought process that he had. But the, that's Mamash Tuweva. So the, the result is the Nochosh gets a, a tremendous punishment for what he did. Now, the, now, well, unfortunately, say that the, the Nochesh wasn't wasn't a Balbachira. One of the teachers asked me, well, the girls' teachers asked me, like, you know, the Nochesh wasn't a Balbachira. That um, that uh, we should uh, we should uh, he should be punished. He says it wasn't a punishment. It was a message to the world of what it means to use Toiv in the service of Ra. That you know, there has to be a result, not because he was the same way we say you can't use the korban. The caliph was we're not punishing the caliph. We don't tie us on the caliph. That's the Russian made a caliph. But this represents this hanhaga and the bria, which you need to distance yourself from totally. So the brothership at the beginning of the world gave us a marshal, a dogma of what it means to use. Run on the service of Toiv, and you should understand that therefore you need to distance yourself and you need to, you know, this is the, this is the consequences of taking the, the, the greatness of man and, 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 and subsuming it into the world, making it subservient to the world of uh, taking advantage of people. So that's, I think, a, a thought which is developed over here in the Anche Storm. Anche Storm were uh, Royim and Chatoyim Lashem um, I would just tie back to the board of the Kotzker. So the, the, I think, Sam, I think you and Ari missed the, the, the Kotzker that I said over. The Kotzker says that Achistoyim were Royim and Chatoyim Lashem the Pesach says. He says, they're Royim and How? Why were they so bad? Because everything they did, they did Lashem Shemai. Lashem It was all Lashem Shemai. Really Lashem Shemai. Right? So there's a person who says, you know what, I like money. I don't like giving away my money. I, I, money, I, I have a tyrant for money. Don't ask me for money. Leave me alone. I, I want to keep it for myself. Okay. There's a person who comes along and makes a sheet out of it. I'm not supposed to give you money because it, it's, it's a favor for you. It makes you better. You'll be able to grow and you'll be able to work yourself. And, you know, and if you end up starving to death, but you learned a lesson. You know, so I'm training you and I'm helping you and it's a good thing. You know, I make a sheet out. I make a principle out of it. Those people end up being a lot worse because they can never do do toiv because that they're, they're principles. As opposed to the fellow who says, I know the right thing to do is to do chesed. Well, can I tell you, I have a difficult time parting myself with my money. So the Anshi Sarm were because they made a principle out of it. It wasn't just them. We don't. We, we believe that the right thing to do is everybody should work for themselves, and if you don't have, you should starve to death. But we because we think it's very important. You make a sheet out of it, right? It's vital. This this Nakuda, Instead of recognizing that we're doing something wrong, right? We're taking the, the ability of the human being, the, the 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 mind of man, and making and using it to justify. So before we're talking about the other using the mind of man to, to to plan the ra, here we're using it to prevent tshuva. 
I don't want to correct myself because I'm justified with what I did. So the 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 the, the power of the mind for the after effect. I did it once. Oh my gosh! I feel horrible. I did this. I, I don't. I, I, so what are my choices? Use your mind to figure out how to correct yourself. No, no, no. Use your mind to figure out why it was okay what you did. So you, it's okay what you did. So you're justified. So it, it's not. The, it's not that the mind in, in the process, in the service of how to do ra. It's the mind in the service of how to maintain ra. Which one's worse? The the, the first one. Or that, that, that you that you create a maintenance plan to make sure that you'll do ra, right? So so the pasuk says, because according to the kasher's word, because when they made this into a shita, that's the worst thing. That's the roy mechatoyim. That's that was the, the ra of anshe Um Okay, I should turn off the recording now. Um, So, my wife told me a cute line, and um, but um, so you know we have these policies now because of COVID, and you, know, you can't have people coming in from the outside, etc. You know, so, and we, we we're doing it because of of um, because of the concern, etc. We you know we have reasons, etc. So a young w- woman came into yeshiva for davening, and. Um, I said I should turn off the recording now, but I didn't return off the recording now. I, just, I should stop now when I'm quit when I'm ahead, right? So uh, my, my wife didn't recognize her, and uh, you know we it was over yumped. But people were coming back from other cities, and my wife, you know, felt that you know the policy was that they, that she couldn't be there unless she was somebody who's local. So she went over to the young woman and she asked, you know, a woman in her twenties. I call it young woman. Some of the young woman, they mean like a little girl. I mean, like you know, a woman. Um, he said, "Excuse me, you know, what, what, welcome. What, you know, where you where you're from?" He said, "No, she's from here. She's local. She's fine." Okay. So my wife went over to after Davin. He says, you know, "I'm so happy you said you're local." So otherwise, I would have had to say, "Shalom aleichem. So nice to meet you. Please leave. We here, welcome to Stone. Please leave. No guests." Right. Um, that was like, you know, my wife's way of, of describing her emotions about the deal that she'd have to have somebody to leave. Like, welcome to Stone. We have to make people leave. Right? Um, so, um, the Veld says that, that Yaakovino didn't share his daughter Dino with Esau. Right? So, he made a decision that, you know, that his daughter should go with Esau. So, Gazal say that maybe, you know, maybe he could have been... He, Maybe Edinov could have brought Esau back Latoyv. If, if, if Yaakov had allowed Esau, so he put her in a box, he shouldn't see her. So the Balin Musa say, so, I mean, really? Like, you know, you, you, you want to take your daughter and give your daughter to Esau? That's really what we expected from him? He said, no, no, Yaakov did the right thing. So when he, when he banged the nails into the box, he did it with a little bit too much kashmak. Was it totally the Shem Shemaim? Because he cared about his daughter, and or there's a little bit of no that I'm I'm preventing Esau from getting getting what he wants. So there's a little bit of like that that other keshboyness in there. That was a taina on Yaakov. You know, some people you know it's called kula. You know, I I I hate this idea that I have to ask somebody not to be here. 
it's painful to me to the nth degree. But under the circumstances, this is what has been decided as appropriate action to do, and we're going to do it. And there's some people which, you know, uh, it's 95% L'Shem Shemayim, you know, but there's a little bit which, like, you know, the, it, whether it's, whether it's, it, it's, the power of it, or the uh, the the safety which it it, it it gives me, you know, it's a, it's a, it becomes that you're wrapped up in yourself a little bit. Back to the the, the idea of hate. I'm not thinking about. I'm just you know, just sort of reacting on my own level about about from my own my own my own position. I'm just wrapped up in myself, like Rosh says. That hate has got to the wrapping. I'm just wrapped up in myself, and for my focus, my purpose is this is where I'm going to react. The difference between the two is two different worlds, right? Whether the person is is wrapped up in herself or not. Um, the truth is, um, I believe that for the vast majority of people, that mitzvah themselves, there's no danger. The chances are, you know, that, that they personally are going to be put into danger are not significant to love, that, that they have a lot of significance that we should worry about it. The reason why we're doing this is because we're concerned about other people. We're not wrapped up in ourselves. We're saying that there's a, there's a, there is a vulnerable part of the community which we have to take into consideration as well. So the right way to approach it is it's not about me, it's about those other people. So I'm, I'm, I'm giving preference to... Those people over the guests, okay, so we have to balance what's the right thing to do, etc. But the person which is doing it because he's scared for his own, himself, it's about himself. So he's wrapped up in himself. And the way you tell the difference is how much emotion he has in it. I, uh, I hate to say it, but whether it's rightly or wrongly so, 99% of the populace, when they get worked up about something, is because it's about themselves. Or something that they care about enough that's as if it's part of, it's part of who they are, vis-a-vis a parent, vis-a-vis a child, etc. But there's a stranger, not a stranger, but there's somebody else's community which you know I'm friendly with, etc. I'm gonna get all worked up about it, angry, etc. Usually not, it's because it's about me, so I get angry. And so somebody else, you know, I, so the people which are reacting from with strong emotion, they have to understand it's because they're scared about themselves, and therefore they're reacting, you're, you're endangering me, how dare you endanger me, and they react strongly. And they really have to decide, you know, think about, is that, is that honest, and that, that is it really true that they're really, the other person is really endangering you to the point that you have a right to react like that? So, um, so there's a, some of this element of being the, and then we, we to, in order to, um, justify my actions, I make a sheet out of it. Right. So, that's exactly, you know, so the Pesach, the Kutzker says, that's this Pesach of the Anshe Storm, so we have to be very careful that we are in the, in the world of being Anshe Storm, make sure that's not, that's not where it's coming from. Now,